When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered cold-filtered, and cold-packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired sports commentator Dick Vitale. Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat out a win, it would be a miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because Geico gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. That's going to be a nail-biter. Nope. The Geico team is there for you 24-7. Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. Geico is awesome, baby, with a capital A. Geico. Great service without all the drama. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service, serving the Chicagoland area. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome in to another Madhouse Chicago hockey podcast, off-season podcast. The Blackhawks keep making news, so we keep bringing you podcasts. Jay Zawoski with you here solo tonight. James Naveau is at the Cubs game. You guys might be noticing that James has not been with me for a lot of these podcasts lately it's just been scheduling conflicts he started a different shift at work he's working like 3 to 11 most nights uh kirby doc fell into my lap earlier today if you missed that check it out sat down with kirby doc for five minutes posted it as a separate podcast really nice kid by the way i'm really rooting for him he's got that vibe about him of like not quite jonathan taves level of intensity but he's all about hockey he wants to win he's here to play hard uh, really came away impressed with Kirby Doc. But anyway, let's talk about the trade. Four-player deal. The Blackhawks acquired defenseman Calvin DeHaan and forward Alexi Sorella from the Carolina Hurricanes. Going back to Carolina, two unrestricted, I'm sorry, two restricted free agents, goaltender Anton Forsberg and defenseman Gustav Forsling. James and I have talked about Forsling 
all offseason, and sometimes I felt like I was the last guy in his corner, I'm actually pretty happy for him. I feel like a change of scenery is going to do him well. Obviously, he was sort of boxed out in Chicago with the depth of defensemen the Hawks have. Keith Seabrook, Mata, Murphy, Yokoharu, uh, all the names you know up and down the lineup that are just keeping him out of the lineup, and it's only going to get worse as things go on, as Adam Boquist steps up and Nicholas Bodan steps up, and next year when Ian Mitchell steps up, there's really nowhere left for Gustav Horsling and his organization. So I'm, I'm happy for him that he's going to get a new start, a fresh start in Carolina. I think once that kid starts playing regularly, I think you're going to see his game turn around. So it looks like a steal for the Hawks, and I, and I do think it is, but I do think there's still some hope for Forsling. Uh, Anton Forsberg, sort of the same deal. Brought in here to back up Corey Crawford two years ago. Crawford goes down for the bulk of that season, and Forsberg is just not able to carry the load as a starter, and he's not an NHL starter. I think he is a quality backup. Not great, probably replacement-level backup NHL goalie. But look, these are the sort of moves. The Hawks are really losing nothing from the organization. At this point, Forsberg is at best fourth on their goaltending depth chart. You've got Crawford. You've got Colin Delia. Kevin Lankin impressed in, in the uh, in the World Championships and is going to get a shot in Rockford. He's probably third, and maybe Forsberg is fourth. So he gets to move on to prove himself in a new organization. My buddy Alec Campbell is the pre- and post-game host of the Carolina Hurricanes um, radio broadcast. And I asked him, like, what's the deal with the Hurricanes moving out all these big contracts? And he said they need to buy out Scott Darling's contract. So, man, for all the people that that wanted to keep Scott Darling over Corey Crawford, ugh, that has not worked out for Carolina. And, uh, you know, feel bad for Scott Darling, a great guy, um, but he's having trouble holding it down in Carolina uh, as it is. Anyway, on to the important things. Calvin DeHaan is a quality defenseman. Uh, he is a stay-at-home guy. He's not going to overwhelm you with uh, big numbers by any means. But decent skater, not super fast, but wouldn't say overly slow. He's a guy that can play in the top four, probably not your top pair, but top four. He's moved up and down the pairings in Carolina before that with the New York Islanders. Versatile, stay-at-home guy who will complement some of the Blackhawks puck movers well. You need guys like this. Is he better than Olimata? Yes, he's better than Olimata. I'm confident in saying that. But now you look at the Blackhawks depth chart on D, you've got Keith Seabrook, You've got Mata, you've got Murphy, you've got DeHaan, and you've got Eric Gustafson. That's a pretty solid top six. That Those are six quality NHL defensemen. And say what you want about Brent Seabrook. Um, if he's your fifth or sixth, you can live with that. Sure, the contract's bad. You'd probably like to still move it out. But that is definitely a livable situation. That is a quality defense. And the Blackhawks have already fixed their biggest glaring need this offseason. Now, I will say, I find it hard to believe that the Blackhawks are going to keep all these guys this offseason. DeHaan had shoulder surgery in May, and it's a four to six month recovery. So his availability for the start of the season is in question. He might not be ready for training camp. He might not be ready for the opening game, but he'll be ready pretty early into the season. Maybe the Hawks want to hold out and not make a deal till the season begins, but I would not be surprised if you see them trade a defenseman here for some forward help. 
The top two candidates, I would think, to be moved out, and this is just my opinion, nothing from a source, nothing like that. By the way, hat tip to my sources this week and the last couple weeks. Told me they're going to draft a center. They did. A couple days out from the draft, they told me they were favoring Kirby Doc. They drafted him. I got told today around 11 a.m. that the Hawks were looking to trade for Calvin DeHaan, and they did it tonight. Hat tip. Thank you, sources. Thanks for being amazing. Thanks for making me look smart. Love you. Love you all. You're all wonderful people. Um, but anyway, um, so my opinion, candidates to move out. I think the number one candidate is Connor Murphy. And while you sort of look at it as, well, you bring in DeHaan and you bring in Mata, and those are your two defenders, and then you've got Murphy, who's your best defender last year. Wouldn't you want to keep him? Yes, in a perfect world, but he's probably got the most value of your defenders. Eric Gustafson is the other uh the other guy who you could probably see getting moved out. I just I'm really hesitant to do that. He's on a really cheap contract. He was so effective on your power play and now you bring in two defensive-minded defensemen like Dahan and Mata and and Henry Yokoharu when he's here will be a more defensive-minded defenseman too. So Brent Seabrook has become that now. So now you've got some guys that can defend a little bit. I think having Gustafson now is not as fatal as it was last year when you had Slater Cuckoo out there every game and Gustav Forsling out there for a bulk of games. Now you've got proven NHL quality defensemen, and now you can risk putting out a cowboy to steal a phrase from my buddy Sam Fells at Faxes from Uncle Dale and Eric Gustafson. I think you move Connor Murphy. Look, I like Murphy a lot. But he had a major back injury last year. Those don't go away. Those don't get better. They might be okay for a while, livable for a while. But chances are that back is going to flare up at some point again. And he's going to have to miss significant time again. I don't, I'm not advocating moving Connor Murphy. But look, they need some help at forward. And maybe it's time to trade from this defensive depth and acquire some help up front. If they can add... A, a top six winger, I really, really, really like this team. I really do. Can't, Kirby Doc is the other sort of wild card here. And while Stan Bowman said they're going to give him every chance to succeed and every chance to make the team, I just, I don't know if it's realistic to expect him to make the team at 18. Maybe they can throw him on a third line and shelter him with some offensive zone starts and just use him in a strictly offensive role. I suppose that could work, and I'm rooting for the kid. And meeting him today, he seemed mature beyond his years. He's definitely got the size, that's for sure. I was impressed by his stature. Um, so if he can figure out the speed of the game and the defensive aspects of the game, he does have a chance. But look, I think adding at least one top six forward will go ways to help this team. And uh, I reported the other day the Hawks are interested in Joe Pavelski, uh, Chris Johnston, on Sportsnet, the podcast with Elliot Friedman today, was asked to predict where Joe Pavelski would end up. Guess what he said? Chicago Blackhawks. So that's another name to keep an eye on. These these are some of the names I've been given recently, and all these names I've been given have worked out. So uh, Joe Pavelski, Gustav Nyquist, Anders Lee from the Islanders, those are three of the forwards the Blackhawks are pursuing. They're not going to get all three, but I would think it's a safe bet that one of those guys will have a Blackhawks sweater next year and all those guys are 50 60 point guys so you add to Han you add add Mata 
and you add one of those three forwards, you're talking about a really quality team, especially if Dominic Kubalik is who you think he is. The Blackhawks think very highly of him. They expect him to contribute right away. He's another guy in the mold of David Kampf and Dominic Cahoon, but he's more offensive-minded. He's a better scorer than those guys, and he was one of the more dominant players in the World Championships this summer. So if Dominic Kubalik can come in and make the impact they expect, look out. You've got a really deep team at this point. So all of a sudden, the Blackhawks are getting better. The National Predators are getting worse. They lost P.K. Subban. They're probably going to sign Matt Duchesne. It almost seems like a certainty at this point. But if you're a GM, would you rather have P.K. Subban than Matt Duchesne? I think I would. I don't know. That that trade is weird to me. I, I would have kept P.K. Subban and just roll the dice and see who you can sign sort of on the periphery to help out the team you have. I think Nashville is cup caliber. They just didn't win it. I don't think you pull the trigger and blow things up just because you fell short one year. Um, but, hey, more power to them. If they want to get worse, I'm here for it. The other part of the trade we need to mention is the forward the Blackhawks acquired. Um, Alexei Sorella Sorella is the pronunciation. Um, he's 22. He was with the Charlotte Checkers, the Calder Cup champions, last season. He scored 30 goals and 24 assists in 69 games, so 54 points in 69 games. Uh, a score. He's a dude that can score. He had 15 points in 17 playoff games for the Charlotte Checkers. So 22 years old. Um, you can never have too many of these guys on your team, guys that you can call up in a pinch and put in the lineup, and they can maybe provide a little bit of offense for you. So don't uh, – just because it's a guy we don't know very well, it's another part of this trade that, that could come up and help the Blackhawks in the future. So uh, the big story, though, Calvin DeHaan – Part of the Blackhawks' blue line, uh, this is a good move. The Blackhawks are a better team now than they were a month ago. I don't think there's any question about that. And if I'm predicting, they look like a playoff team to me. They really do, especially hoping they can add another top six forward via free agency. They've got the space to do it. They've got a couple guys that can move out in a trade in defensemen, and you still have Artem Anisimov who you can move out for uh, a late-round draft pick, whatever you need to do to get that contract off the books. They've got some options. They've got some flexibility so it's going to be an exciting offseason. Now that this trade has been made, I think this was the focus for the Hawks was to get this deal done. Now I think the focus turns to free agents. And now that we're in the tampering period, quote unquote tampering period, you can start you'll start to see some of these stories leaking out about who the Blackhawks have met with, who they've talked to. I reported on the podcast a while ago. There's already been informal meetings between Stan Bowman and Anders Lee. They are interested in Joe Pavelski, and Joe Pavelski's interested in them. And Gustav Nyquist is just sort of, uh, I don't know if I'm going to rank them one, two, three, but that's a perfect consolation prize if Lee or um, if Lee or Pavelski don't pan out and they don't become Blackhawks. So they have some options. There are some real guys out there that can help. Nyquist is 29. Lee is 28. Joe Pavelski is 35, I believe, but that would be a short-term deal. I think I think it's safe to assume Joe Pavelski's got a year or two of good hockey left in him, especially if he's not going to be asked to be a top-line performer. So, man, if they can get one of those top, one of those top six forwards done via free agency, July 1st is the day they can announce it. I think you're looking at a really successful Blackhawks offseason, especially considering the fact that Kirby Doc has a real chance of making the team. All right, that's going to do it for the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. 
Thank you for checking in on this special trade edition. We'll be back. If something else happens, we'll come back again. We'll be <laughs> we're here for you. So I got the I got my setup in my basement permanently ready to go in case news breaks. Again, check out the interview from earlier today with Kirby Doc, madhousepod.com for all your podcast needs. Check out that interview. You know what? What the hell? I'm going to attach it to the back of this podcast. That's what I'm going to do. So if you've missed it, just listen to it on the end of this one. It's going to come up next on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's Single. The delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary in U.S. Wendy's. Welcome into this very special edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Jay Zawoski with you here in the Score Studios. And with me is Blackhawks first-round pick, Kirby Doc. Kirby, thanks a lot for sitting down with the podcast today. We very much appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, Jay. All right, well, uh, now you're here. Introduced today in front of the United Center with number three pick, Eddie Olchek introducing you. Number three pick, Dennis Savard in attendance. You've got Jonathan Taves on your team, number three overall pick when he was chosen Surrounded by that level of greatness, do you feel any sort of added pressure to live up to what they've done in their careers in Chicago at all? Yeah, I mean, you kind of look at what they've accomplished in their careers, and uh, obviously Eddie Olchuk and uh, Dennis Savard are retired, and and they were great players in their time, and and Johnny Taze is still playing, and he's at the top of his game right now, so to kind of follow in their footsteps uh, would be awesome for me, and it would be half the thing, uh, to accomplish half the things they've accomplished in their career uh, would be a great career for me. That would be great. And we saw, you know, the day you were drafted, Stan Bowman met the media and said, you're going to have every chance to make this roster out of training camp. They're going to give you every chance they can for you to make the team. What would be the one area of improvement that you would, if you're scouting yourself, what would you say is the one thing you need to improve upon to make the team out of camp? Yeah, I think just adding a little bit more size. I think I I have the height. It's just more so... Uh, um, bulking up and, and putting on a little bit more more weight because you got to be able to battle against uh, men instead of boys when you're playing against in junior. So I'd say that, and then the the pace of play. I mean, but you don't understand what that's going to be like until you step in and you're skating and practicing with those guys uh, all the time. So that, that'll be a little bit of an adjustment for me right away off the start. But I think just adding more size. Conversely, what makes you think you're ready to make the jump to the league? I think I've, I've developed a good 200-foot game and play well on, on both ends of the ice and have uh, elite playmaking abilities and kind of create time and space for my line mates down low and blow the dots, and I, I play a hard and heavy game. Growing up playing hockey, was there a player that you loved to watch? Who was your favorite player? Uh, yeah, I didn't really have a favorite player, but I watched a handful of guys like uh, Sidney Crosby, Pavel Datsuk, uh, Taves, Kane, Stamco, so just a couple of the guys that I watched when I was little. I, I always tried to find one or two guys per team to try and try and watch per game. 
If you were to compare yourself to a current NHL player, who would it be? I'd say very comparable to uh, Ryan Getzlaff or Mark Shifley, but uh, more recently I, I like to watch Mark Shifley just the way he kind of controls the game when he's out there and how smart of a player he is and just he's a right shot center and plays well at both ends. All right, we've got two questions from our podcast audience. Matthew wants to know, what type of line mates are ideal for you? Uh, I like to play with a guy who's, who's a shooter and ready to shoot at all times and then somebody who kind of is able to work well with me off the cycle and uh, and create space for m- myself and for himself as well and plays a, a hard game and, and is very smooth with the puck and is a good skater. Okay, so Patrick Kane and Brandon Saad, got it. All right, we're going to do some rapid-fire questions here real quick. Okay. Smash Brothers or Fortnite? Fortnite. Deep dish or thin crust? Thin crust. All right, before this last one, <laughs> I'm just going to warn you. It's a, it's a dangerous question to answer. White Sox or Cubs? Cubs. Good answer. I think my Cubs hat maybe tipped you off a little bit, but I appreciate it. Kirby Doc, thanks for sitting down with the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. We greatly appreciate it, and best of luck this season and all the seasons ahead. We expect you to be here for a long time. All right, thank you. Thanks Thanks for having me today. Appreciate it. That was Kirby Doc on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the interview and my thoughts on the Calvin DeHaan trade. Anything else happens, James and or I will be back to fill you in on the latest Look for the Hawks to be active in free agency. It's going to be an exciting July 1st, I think. I hope. I pray. Anyway, want to thank our sponsors, Triple Thread Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris, 708-478-6090. Marishka's and Crest Hill, family-owned and operated since 1933. Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, with locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. Rabbit Brewing, the time has come for you to drink mythological-level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. And, of course, our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood, with Remax First Service. Find your dream home with Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. You're looking for a house, looking for a condo? Give him a call. Do it. 708-675-1600. He is serving the entire Chicagoland area. Give Michael a call. He wants to hear from you, and we want him to hear from you. Support our sponsors. We appreciate their help all the time. All right, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. For the ones who get going. When the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you ought to, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.